On March 22, when Ferdinand Bongbong Marcos Jr. barnstormed Cavite, which for all intents and purposes is now his bailiwick, I asked him, Have you paid your family's estate tax? All I got as an answer was an awkward smile, a little laugh, and a presidential candidate walking away from journalists. In 1997, the Supreme Court ordered the Marcoses to pay 23 billion pesos in estate tax. It was final and unappealable. No record has been shown to prove they have paid. In 2022, 23 billion has gone up to 203 billion pesos, including surcharge, interests, and penalties. The Bureau of Internal Revenue confirmed sending the last demand letter on December 2, 2021. As Marcus evades this question, his supporters spread false claims about the Philippines tax law if only to defend the dictator's family. We explain estate tax here in this episode. Hello, I am Lian Wan and you are listening to the Law of the Terta Land podcast, where we discuss controversial policies of the executive, gaps in the law, and court decisions that shake long-standing principles in the legal profession. For this episode, we will talk to attorney Mickey Ingles, a tax lawyer who teaches the subject at the Ateneo Law School and who has written an acclaimed reviewer on tax law. Attorney Ingles was trolled for clarifying what an estate tax is, that it's not an absolution of the Marcuses from acquiring ill-gotten wealth. He was branded as an instant lawyer, which goes to show the blurring of lines between the real experts and anyone with a phone, between the truth and deception. Ife-flex ko lang yung credentials niya dahil nasabihan siyang instant lawyer on Twitter. He is the 2012 bar top-notcher, teaches tax law among others at the Ateneo Law School, and author of the book, Tax Made Less Taxing. Hello sa'yo, kamusta? Hi, okay naman. I, I brought my water today in case anyone's wondering. The trolling on Twitter hasn't affected you at all. No, no, no. I find it pretty funny. At least people are more aware about estate tax because of it. <laughs> Correct. And makakapag-promote ng libro mo. <laughs> At tax made less taxing. Okay, well, simulan, na natin yung simulan na natin yung discussion. For a lot of people, parang baka bago sa pandinig yung estate tax. We all know about income tax because we file it every, we pay and file it every year. So what is estate tax and how is it different from income tax? Okay, so estate tax, uh, technically it's the tax on the right to transmit property at the time of death of a person, right? So, hindi natin siya masyadong nakikita. Nafe-feel lang natin siya if a loved one passes away, especially if that loved one is your parent or your grandparent because for the properties to be transferred to you as the heir or as yung tagamana, kailangan ng estate magbayad ng estate tax. So, doon siya pumapasok. Every time someone dies, it's required by the law for the estate to pay estate tax in order for the properties to be transferred to the heirs. So, ganun siya gumagana. Iba siya sa income tax. In income tax kasi any money that comes into you, 
It's a form of income. Kailangan magbayad. Remember, it's malapit na mag-April 15, so income tax season. Estate tax, you pay that when someone dies. Like within a year after someone dies. So, ganun siya gumagana. Alright, so lahat naman tayo, syempre, di ba? Lahat ng kamag-anak na, mamatay tayo, all of us. But do all of us have an estate? Paano kung sabi ng isang taong, all my dead father owns was a house. Do I have to pay estate tax for that? Yeah, definitely. Everyone has an estate when they die. As long as you have property, you have an estate. The question na lang is, kailangan mo ba magbayad ng estate tax? Kasi may mga minimum requirements ng law. But kunyari, like you mentioned, if your father has a house, tas namatay siya, hindi malilipat yung bahay na yon sa pangalan mo. Like yung titulo ng bahay na yun sa pangalan mo, unless magbayad ng estate tax. Kasi under the law, registrable properties like your house or like your car or share stock, cannot be transferred to an heir unless magbayad ng estate tax. So, ganun siya gumagana. Meron ba tayong estate tax rate? Yeah, right now, the estate tax rate is 6%. Flat rate siya. Alright. At tumaas ba yun over the years? Or it's been like that since we can remember? So, since EDSA, for example? Bumaba na siya. I wasn't super familiar with the estate tax rate nung time na namatay si Ferdinand Marcos. But, I mean, according to the Facebook post ni former Commissioner Hinarias, it was 60% at that time. So right now, it's 6%. 6% of your net taxable estate. Alright, punta tayo dun sa tanong na ikinagalit ng isang supporter ni Senator Bongbong Marcos. There's an analyst kasi who's not a lawyer who said, if you charge tax on the estate of the late dictator, then you're saying that the estate is not ill-gotten. Can you clarify? <laughs> uh, all right. So that's wrong logic and a wrong understanding of the law. Because under the tax code, it includes all props. And then you would know all properties. Whether it's real or personal, tangible or intangible, papasok yan sa gross estate. So it doesn't make any distinction whether yung property na yan was legally acquired or illegally acquired, such as ill-gotten wealth. So as long as that property is yours at the time that you die, pasok yan sa gross estate mo. Tapos tatamaan yan ng estate tax. Yung isa pang counter ng mga taga-supporta ni dating Senador Marcos is that ang estate tax, sa estate mo singilin. Huwag mong sa tao singilin. So, do you charge the estate dun sa bahay, kunwari, or sa mga alahas ni former Congresswoman Imelda Marcos sa mga painting? Paano ba magbabayad ng estate tax? Okay, well, to be clear, right, taxes are paid by cash, right? Minabayaran niya ng cash. Tapos yung expense are property tax. Kasi minsan nalilito yung tao eh. Kasi estate tax is different from real property tax, which is sometimes also called real estate tax. So yung estate tax, yun yung tax na binabayaran pag may mamatay. Yung real property tax, yun yung taxes na binabayaran as connected to the property that we own. Kunwari may ari kang lupa or condominium, magbabayad ka ng real property tax or real estate tax. That's totally different from estate taxes. Estate taxes, what happens here is when someone dies, kinukuha natin yung fair market value ng lahat ng properties ng taong yun at the time of his death, right? Once we get that value, we do some subtractions because the tax code allows some deductions from gross estate. Because when we come up with a net taxable estate, do natin tatamaan ng 6% taxable, uh, 6, 6% estate tax return. And whatever you get from that multiplication is what you are really won't care where you get the cash to pay it as long as mabayaran mo siya. Right? So kung sinasabi nilang kailangan i-attach yung property, ganyan-ganyan, 
attaching a property, like levying property, that's another way of the BIR to collect the money. But if you have that cash, right? Pwede mo nang bayaran yun, right? Diba? Parang hindi ka na maguluhan. Kung may cash ka naman, bayaran na. Diba? So that's how it goes. So it's not attached to the property. The property or the value of the property is only needed in order for you to determine magkano yung babayaran tax. Ganon siya gumagana, right? And the next step is, pag babayaran na yung tax na yan, pwede nang ilipat yung property sa heirs. Kasi pwede na siyang pumunta sa Register of Deeds para palitan yung pangalan sa titulo para malagay na sa heirs. So that's the condition. So minsan may mga sinasabi sila, hindi pa pwedeng parang pababayaran yung estate pa naman ilipat. Again, that's wrong. Because paying the estate tax is the condition para malipat yung title ng property sa mga heirs. That's how it works, okay? Nabanggit mo yung maglelevy ka ng property. So for example, ako, sinisingil ako ng estate tax, pero wala talaga akong cash na pambayad. Pwede ko na lang i-allow yung, kunyari, mayroon akong isang bahay sa bukid that's equivalent to my estate tax. Pwede ko ibigay yon sa BIR and they can auction it off. Yeah, they can auction it off and then the proceeds will be used to pay for your tax. Right? Marami nagtatanong din, parang, eh, paano yung mga finorfit tapos sinis ng PCGG? Hindi ba pwede yun yun yung pambayad ng tax? Number one, iba siya. Kasi yung power ng PCGG was to sequester ill-gotten wealth. Yung PCGG, hindi yan taga-collecta ng buwis, hindi yan taga-collecta ng tax. Inagko-collect ng tax yung BIR. So, kunyari may mga properties, si late Ferdinand Marcos na sinequester ng PCGG, hindi yon yung, yung sinasabi ng mga taong pwedeng gamitin pambayad ng tax kasi it's a totally different basis. Basis for PCGG is to sequester ill-gotten wealth. Basis ng BIR is to collect taxes. So they're totally different. All right. And this was the explanation earlier March ni Attorney Vic Rodriguez yung tagapagsalita ni Marcos na sinasabi niyang kasi nagkasundo naman daw na wag mo nang galawin yung mga under litigation pa. The reason why I asked yung kanina yung pwede kang mag-levy sa property is Kung meron pang mga property na nasa kanila at tinatry sequester ng government at ayaw nilang ipasequester kaya nga under litigation, is that refusal to pay the SA? Kasi pwede naman na nilang ibigay, ba? And that can depend. Well, a taxpayer, whether it's the Marcoses or us, can always refuse and always question the levying and the collecting of taxes. Right? Because that's your right under the tax code. You can question it. Right? But the thing here is, in that case nga, in the 1997 case of Marcos versus Court of Appeals, number one, the Marcoses did not file an estate tax return for the late Ferdinand Marcos, right? which they should have. And number two, once the BIR assessed them for estate taxes of, I think that was 23 billion pesos at that time, hindi rin nila question. That was their chance not to question it, right? So in other words, they had their chances to question the assessment. And in that 1997 Supreme Court case, sabi ng Supreme Court, since hindi nyo question yun, it's just a matter of collecting it now. So that's the ball game right now. Yeah, naalala ko nga parang, I think Marcos cried violation of due process, pero sabi ka sa kanya ng Supreme Court na, if you cry violation of due process, you must come to us with your hands clean. Eh, hindi rin naman. Yung delaying tactics, the Marcos have been accused of that in so many decisions. As an ordinary person, nakikita ko kasi, Mag-file lang ko na mag-file lang kung ano-ano. Keep it under litigation so I do not pay anything. Is that a fair observation? Well, I'm not privy to everything that they've been filing. But as an ordinary citizen who at least knows that in 1997, the Supreme Court said 
the estate tax assessment is final and executory. And until now, we don't know really what's going on. And the news reports came out that the BIR said they're still trying to collect now 203 billion pesos. It just makes you wonder what's really happening and what's really going on. Nabanggit na nga kanina yung sinabi, yung you're trying to make a distinction between the job of the PCGG, which is that hindi sila yung taga kuha ng buwi. So say for example, nanalo yung PCGG sa isang sequestration case. So ibig sabihin, pag nakuha yun ng PCGG, hindi yun ang kabayaran sa estate tax. No, as far as I know, that's not the job of the PCGG. The job of the PCGG is not to collect taxes. It's the BIR's job to collect taxes. Right? So it's totally different. So... If they sequester properties, the Supreme Court decision in 1997, which says that the assessment is still final and unappealable, still remains, right? Regardless kung may makollect yung PCGG na sequestration, kasi wala nang kinalaman yun sa pagbayad ng taxes, right? So, again, PCGG, ill-gotten wealth, BIR, taxes. They are totally different entities. That's so much clearer to me that certainly tax need less taxing as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Puta tayo dun sa, ito, sinabi to ni Mayor Escomoreno on the sidelines of the Comelec debate. He had a warning kasi, sabi niya, and please correct him if merong mali, every five years lang ang right to collect ng BIR. So if Marcos wins and then the BIR under him doesn't send a demand letter within five years, laps or burado daw ang 23 billion and potentially 203 billion estate tax. I'm not so sure about the basis of what CRM said. From what I know, uh, the prescriptive period, meaning the period that you have to collect, is five years after assessment, right? And we learned from that 1997 Supreme Court case that the collection, the levying that the BIR did was within the time period, at least of that time. I think that time it was three years. Right now it's five years. I'm not sure if you have to keep doing it within every five years, mm. but since we all know that the BIR is under the Secretary of Finance and the Secretary of Finance is under the President, since it's all in, within the exe- same executive branch, it's always up to the President kung gusto nga ba niyang ipatuloy yung pagkukolekta ng taxes, right? I mean, pwede naman niyang kausapin, diba? It, it's within his discretion. Although it's mandatory, of course, to collect those taxes, the President can say, look, we can forgive or we can abate or we can do something about it, diba? So, Maybe that's where Yorme was coming from. But under the tax code, it just says prescriptive period of five years to collect the taxes. From the assessment. The five, from the assessment. Yeah. All right. So hearing all of this, syempre, it still makes somebody wonder na, how come 25 years ganon? What's wrong? Is it just the enforcement or there's something fundamentally wrong with the tax code, why we let someone so powerful, I mean, di naman sila naghahanap ng taong sisingilin nila, di ba? They're not poor. Bakit ganun? If I knew the answer, then maybe I, 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 I would give it, but I don't know the answer. I don't think there's anything wrong with the tax code. It's pretty clear, right? Everyone has a duty to file their tax returns, whether it's an income tax return or an estate tax return. Kung mali yung na-file mo, mali yung nilagay mo dun sa tax return mo, ma-assess ka ng BIR. Kung hindi ka nag-file ng tax return, ma-assess ka pa rin ng BIR. Kung ma-assess ka ng BIR, you have a chance to question that assessment. Right? That's due process. Kung hindi may question yun, like what the Marcoses did in that 1997 Supreme Court case, the assessment will be correct and valid and unappealable because you already had your chance. Everyone has 
like under the tax code, everyone naman is seen equal. Maybe it's just the implementation. But again, I, I can't speculate or I can't, I don't know, guess why this is happening. Maybe that's for voters to think about na lang, no? Yung, ano lang, <laughs> yung estimate ng, uh, this was an estimate by the group of uh, Attorney Ted, the yung 200 3 billion. Medyo malaki yung talon, pero ganun ba talaga considering 25 years and you account in surcharge penalty and yeah. interest? Yeah, it can get that big. Kasi right now, kasi we're in the train era, right? Nung pinas ng 2018. Before train came along, the interest rate for unpaid taxes was 20%. Right? Now it's 12%. So assume 20% of how many billions every year for the past 25 years plus surcharges of 25%. Pwede talaga siya umabot ng 203 billion. Although I haven't done the math, right? I, I don't wanna do the math. <laughs> Pero, feeling ko pwede siya umabot na ganun. Maybe the, the trolls can do the math since magaling naman sila mag-research on their own. <laughs> Correct, oo nga, mag-math sila. As a last question, na, this boggles the mind of many people, including me. Obviously, I don't have 203 billion pesos Tapos mas mataas pa siya twice kasi di ba nga yung issue ng excise tax kaya ayaw isuspend ng DOF is because we will forego doubt more than 100 billion in profits. Imagine that the estate tax debt is twice so what we will forego with excise tax. Can somebody have that much money? What is 203 billion? Please help us mga ano, ordinaryong tao to understand. 203 billion pesos? I can't even imagine how many kung gaano ka bigat yun in 1000 peso bills but it's a lot but take note that 203 billion <laughs> mahirap din eh. it's mind boggling right so i can't may imagine ko lang dun. it's a lot of bts tickets <laughs> <laughs> and we also have to point out that if they paid it in 1997 it wouldn't have gone up to 203 billion yeah, they yeah. had the chance to pay 23 yeah yeah, yeah. they could have ended it all there Pahabol lang na question. So if in 1997, that's my five years prescriptive period, 23 billion will stay 23 billion for five years after 1997. No, what happens is, so I'm not sure when they did the assessment back in the 90s. So once they give the assessment, may five years na, right? Or baka nung time yun, three years pa yung prescriptive period. Ngayon, five years na. So once ibigyan ka ng assessment, kasi hindi yung pabinabayaran at the deadline, yung interest ng tumatakbo na hindi nagsa-start yung interest after the five years. Nagsa-start yung interest upon the demand of the BIR and also nagsa-start yung interest at the time that you should have paid it in the first place. Right? So, kunwari, kulang yung binayaran mo for income tax noong April 15, ba? Nagkulang ka ng five pesos. Tapos nagbayad ka ten years from now. The five pesos, yung interest niya, i-reckon yun from April 15 when you should have paid it. Not at the end of the five years. I, I hope that's clear. Mas maganda siya kung may timeline, eh, pero mahirap right now. No, that's very clear. You've answered so much burning questions in my head in just 19 minutes and 43 seconds. So, maraming salamat. Um, thank you for giving the time to Rappler and for explaining estate tax debt at the risk of being trolled again <laughs> by uh, the very earnest, uh, very earnest supporters. That was attorney Mickey Inglis. I am Lian Buon. Thank you for listening. Follow our social media accounts for more news, videos, and podcasts. Listen to Rappler's podcasts on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and wherever it is you get your podcasts. <music>